I thank the Lord for letting us be in his house again. God's mighty good to us and uh, blessed us to come this way. Each one that's here, I know it's awful cold out. and uh, so. But uh, I appreciate being here. I appreciate everybody's come. Uh, got a scripture on the heart I want to share. And uh, this in the uh, book of Matthew, uh, chapter 6 and verse 33. And uh says this, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And, of course, these things talk about the, the natural things, things of life. And uh, I, uh, I was reading scripture today and uh, got a message from my friend Mike Callahan on social media. And uh, he had uh, mentioned this scripture, and uh, I want to share what his testimony was about it. He said, When we seek God first, we find the right spouse. When we seek God first, we find the right job. When we seek God first, we find the right home. We find the right state to live in. He said, I could go on and on. Isn't it worth seeking God first to find the right spouse and share the rest of your life with? The right job and the right home and the right place to work, the right place to live. And I could say and even the right church to go to. And then there's many things. But we need to put God first uh, and everything. So I thought that was uh, uh, pretty neat what Mike had written. I felt impressed to share it. So everybody will stand. We'll have some word of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, I thank you, God, for your tender mercies and love and kindness. Uh, God, I, I thank you that you, know, you do have the road map for our life if we'll just follow you and, and look at the road signs and look at the directions. God, I pray that you just help us tonight in this service, that we just humble our hearts and come together and worship you. Thank you for allowing us to be in the house to worship tonight, God. Such a blessing. God, we just pray tonight, God, uh, you know our heart and you know our needs and you know the needs of everybody here and you're able to supply those. God, I pray that this service tonight would minister to all our needs. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. We turn the service over to the choir. Page 112.
Page 364. 
We're thankful to be here tonight. We're thankful for the choir and the songs they sang, and I'm really thankful for that song, Going Home. And uh, as we were singing that song, I was thinking about it, and it says, uh, I caught a glimpse of, of that heavenly land, and uh, I'm thankful that here on earth I can catch a little glimpse of heaven every now and then. Uh, a lot of people don't understand what I'm talking about, but uh, whenever something happens uh, in a ch good church service or I see someone get saved or uh, somebody will come around and just be a light to me, I catch a little glimpse of heaven, and I'm thankful for that, and it makes me even more excited every day to get there. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really thankful, and if, if it's all right, I just feel like testifying a little bit before we do anything, but um, I'm thankful when I was a six-year-old boy that God made saw fit to save my soul. And uh, I, I, I probably haven't thought about this since I was 16, but um, one, one time on my birthday, um, I was over at Taylor's house, and, and I got a phone call that there was three students at my high school that got in a car accident. Two of them died, and uh, one of them survived. The one that survived was wearing a seatbelt. And I can remember when I, uh, when I turned 15 and I was in driver's school, the, the driver's ed teacher said, uh, he brought up that accident, and he said that student came back to him and thanked him for uh, getting on to him about wearing a seatbelt. And he said the thing that was most memorable to him that made him wear it was uh, the driver's and driving instructor told him, when you're getting ready to get in an accident, you don't have time to throw your seatbelt on. You have to have your seatbelt on before the accident happens. Uh, when it comes time to go, we don't know when our time to go is going to be. Uh, we got to get our seatbelt on just in case. And uh, it, we've had a lot of accidents lately. We've had a lot of loved ones around us that have died suddenly. And uh, we never know when our time to go, and, and it's important to be ready. And I'm just, I'm thankful that no matter what happens to me, that I, I have a time and a place that I can go back to. And uh, I, it wasn't too long ago, uh, I'll be honest, I haven't really shared this a whole lot, but there was not too long ago, the devil was really tearing me up and uh, was making it real foggy for me to see uh, my place to go back to. And uh, I can remember where I was at when I finally broke down and I said, God, I need you to show me because I really don't know. And he took me right back to that spot clear as day, and I'm thankful for that. And if you don't have a spot you can go back to, now's the time to do it. Tonight's the time to do it. It's not tomorrow. It's not on Sunday. It's not when your friends and family are here. It's right now. And so if God's calling you, you really need to listen. But uh, I, I really don't have a, a, a whole lot more, so I'm just going to ask everyone uh, to stand, and we'll do our uh, altar prayer. Does anybody have any unspoken prayer requests tonight? Hands all over the house. Does anybody have any spoken prayer requests they'd like to make? Hmm. Yeah. For those.
students remember that? Really remember Bobby Joe and Kenny and the whole family. Brother Elmer, yeah. Pray for my wife, though. She wasn't feeling well. She, her blood pressure was up and down. She wasn't able to come tonight, so remember her. Uh, good friend of ours from many years ago, uh, Marvin Douglas. I know some folks here know. He had a pretty serious heart attack uh, this evening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. so relate to, to what you just said and I'm thankful spiritually that I have my seatbelt on and, yeah. and the accident that I had can is what I can relate to I, I had my seatbelt on in that accident but if I wouldn't have and I and I would have passed away in that accident I'm thankful that I have my spiritual seatbelt on I'm yeah, saved and I'm ready to go so I'm, yeah, I appreciate that testimony that was good thankful for that I'd like to reiterate what Terry said. I, I'd really like us to really pray for the lost. I just, I just have such a heavy burden for them lately, and um, you know we've seen a lot of good moves lately, and I'm, I'm so thankful for that. But um, there's more that needs done. I'll leave this good report with everybody. I shared it in Bible study last night, but Grandpa had a, a doctor's appointment with his oncologist on Monday, and they said that everything looked good and he's been um, he's been in remission for five years and four months and they said after you've been in remission for five years they deem you cancer free yeah. so they've deemed him cancer free and um, I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful for for uh, what God has done and I'm thankful for my church and how much they pray for him and um, I'm just thankful I, I We've, our family's had a lot going on lately, and uh, last week, last Wednesday, I was on my way here, and, um, you know, we've had my nieces and nephew, their dad died, and with Elmer, and just a bunch of different things, and I was on the phone with my brother, and he said, don't you just kind of want to go lay down at the altar and just just relax for a minute, and I said, buddy, you bet, but there ain't no better church to do it in than this one right here. I'm so thankful for our church. I'm so thankful that while I might not be laying down physically, I can lay down spiritually and my church will lift me up. Yeah. I'm thankful for that.
Let's remember that. Let's really remember our uh, youth this weekend. We got our girls' day and guys' day, and I'd just really like to see us come together. I'm proud of our youth. Uh, we went to that church in Smyrna on, uh, on Saturday, and we had just a fantastic Lima Missionary Baptist Church youth group turnout. And uh, it wasn't even a, an official youth event, but we still had such an amazing turnout. And uh, it was a big blessing to me, but I'd, I'd really like to see some of the ones that haven't been coming really come to that this weekend, and maybe we can uh, build that bond even stronger. Does anybody else have anything before we go to the Lord in prayer? If not, I just feel like doing it this way. I'll just ask our men on the front bench to lead us in prayer. ask at this time if anybody has a song or a testimony or anything on their heart at all just follow the Lord let's pray for Bo There's a ghost, there's a ghost inside of me I like one of those campfire stories My papa says he brings his welcome He leads me through the darkness He leads me through the unknown He leads me through my troubles and trials He leads me through the unknown thankful for that song. I'm thankful for Bo. Does anybody else have anything on their heart this evening? It's funny, I was sitting back there in the choir and I looked over at Logue and I said, I got to open up tonight. And he kind of said, good luck, I'll be praying for you. And I said, I don't have a whole lot on my heart, so the Lord's really going to have to help me, and I feel like I've talked <laughs> enough for four services. 
Pray for him. Lord in heaven above, why you picked me to love, why you loved me, I can't understand. There were others more worthy to have Jesus than me, yet he loves me as small as I am. And sometimes it's hard to walk in his footsteps, but when I stumble, he understands. He lifts me up, wipes off my sin, and puts me on my feet again. And he loves me as small as I am. Well, I'm nobody special, and I'm no ruler or king. And this whole world doesn't know who I am. But I have Jesus living inside me. He fights my battles and guides me, and he loves me as small as I am. And sometimes it's hard to walk in his footsteps, but when I stumble, he understands. He picks me up wipes off my sin and puts me on my feet again yes he loves me as small as i am i'm thankful for that song uh when they were singing that they you know, I'm nobody special, I'm no ruler or king, but um, I'm thankful that if you were to go to Walmart and ask everybody in there who Jeremy Martin was, I about guarantee you there would be not a single soul who knows who I am, but, but the Lord knows who I am, and I'm thankful for that. One of the songs that Taylor and them sing, uh, Miracle in Me, I love that song because uh, what that song's about is how the, I got a miracle inside of me, and that's salvation, that's the Lord, and that's a miracle that he loves me, that he picked me. I'm, I'm thankful for that. Anybody else have anything on their heart before we turn it over to our pastor? If not, we'll turn it over to you. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Not my job. I sure did good. I, I really, you might have heard me. I told Brother Jeremy just keep going if you want to. But he's declined it, but uh, he sure did good while he's up here. I really appreciate him following the Lord. <laughs> Everything he said and each of the good songs and uh, boy, it's good to be here tonight. This uh, meeting's been a blessing to my heart. Anybody else got anything on your heart for 
I'll ask again for song or testimony or anything. Anybody, you're welcome. That's the good song. Well, I'll tell you, bless me. Even prayer requests and everything's been a good meeting. All right. Neil, you got something on your heart? Let's pray for Brother Neil. We appreciate him. Let's give him your attention, really pray for him. Everybody mind the Lord. You pray for me. Man, I'm about nervous as I've ever been. But uh, it's been good. I, you know, it's amazing. You know, we naturally, we, you know, we get things in our way. But when you follow the Lord, when you do what he wants you to do, when you, when you read your Bible, when you pray, the Lord will give you something. He'll bless you, and he'll reward you for the effort that you put in. And, um, you know, I struggle with that. I'm sure a lot of us do. But I feel like I'm the worst of all. But I've never not been blessed or rewarded when I put forth the effort. And it's silly not to put forth the effort. But... That's a hard attitude to, to maintain, but uh, I'm just thankful that the Lord's given me a little something. I mean, I, it's been such a good service. I love it when Jeremy opens up. He's always so humble, and I thought, well, I might mess it up, but I just, I'm going to try to follow the Lord best I can. But um, so, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm nervous, and uh, I'm, I've tried to study this, but sometimes I forget what's in my mind. So you just, you just follow, you just pray for me, and I'll try to give it the way the Lord wants me to. Um, I'll be in the sixth chapter of John um, and uh, be around, I feel like I'll maybe start around 60, verse 60. And uh, while you're turning there, I just wanted to kind of give a little background. And um, I remember um, one time I was studying on something similar and the Lord gave me something and uh, I kind of I messed up the meaning of it a little bit. And I remember Terry kind of got up a little later and kind of corrected me. And I, I've always remembered that. And um, that's okay, because I felt like I did what I was supposed to do then, and I know he did what the Lord told him to do, and it, it's helped me ever since. And, you know, sometimes you just got to have a little guidance, and that's just the way the Lord showed it to me. And, you know, I've, uh, I've enjoyed reading this because it just it brought back that memory. And uh, it's like, well, that's the Lord showed me what, what was right. And, um, but anyway, it's, it's talking about the, the Lord fed the 5,000. And... Um, and, you know, I would imagine back then food sometimes was scarce. There was a lot of famines and things. And when Jesus came together and fed 5,000 people, just I'm sure if I was one of them, I'd be hungry and I'd be thankful for the food. And, and people followed Jesus because of that. And, um, and what, I'm, what I've got to and what really blessed me, and I'd, I'd kind of read through it and it came back to my mind because, let's say, last night maybe I was thinking about, you know, just not reading or not studying, and the Lord brought this back to me. Um, so I'm just going to start in verse 60, and then we'll just try to follow the Lord best we can. Um, this says, and this is talking about many of his disciples that he had at that time, which was after the 5,000. It said, many therefore of his disciples, when they had heard this, which he was talking about being the, being the, the real true bread of life. He was talking about, he was explaining to them the difference between what that bread was and what the, what the true bread of life was. And it was hard for them to understand. I mean, it may have been the first time they heard it. Um, you know, and if somebody told me I had to take a bite at somebody, I'd probably scoff at that too. But uh, I'll just read through it, and uh, you just pray. But it says, Many therefore of his disciples, when they had heard of this, said this, This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Does this offend you? He said, 
what and if ye shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before. In the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not, for Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not, and who would betray him. And he said, Therefore I say unto you that no man come unto me, except it were given unto my Father. For that time many of the disciples went back and walked no more with him. And that, that verse that where it said many of them turned away from him, that, that verse popped into my head when the Lord, when I wasn't wanting to read, when I wasn't wanting to study, and, I, and you know, I thought about, you know, just turning away from the Lord. That's what they did. They didn't understand. Jesus explained to them what was going on, and you don't always understand what the Lord wants you to do or what lesson he's trying to teach you, but you got to have, you got to have faith. You got to stay with him because he'll give you that answer eventually that when in his time, I'll just say it that way, in his time, and I just thought about how how sad he must have been when his disciples left him, you know, just turned away. I mean, he loves me. He loves you. He loves us all the same. And he, I can feel it, the, 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 the drawing. When I turn away from him, I can feel that drawing. And that's what I know that's what these men, maybe, maybe they weren't saved. Maybe some of them were, but they turned away from him. And that just, that just struck me because if I wouldn't have read, that was what I was doing. I was turning away from him. But what I, this is what I like is when it goes on down, when we get into the twelve. It says, in verse 67, Then Jesus said unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, who shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Amen to that. That's what I've got. I've got the eternal life. See, that's what Jesus was talking about and preaching was the bread of life. That's the eternal life. See, it's a spiritual thing. It's not a natural thing. That's what he said. The spiritual, or the, the natural profited nothing. The body profited nothing from the bread that they brought down in Israel. See, that's what he told them. They died when they ate that bread. But if you eat the true bread of life, you're going to live forevermore. And that's what I've got deep down inside. When I was a nine-year-old boy, I ate the bread of life. I drank the blood. And that's what it's all about. That's what Jesus was telling them. And what I'm thankful for is that anybody can have the bread of life. See, he said, whosoever will. All you got to do is believe. See, they, they didn't take the time to believe. They didn't care enough. Why they? I'm telling you, they're looking up in hell is what they're doing. If you don't come back, that's what will happen. You see, they didn't follow him. And that they, when you don't follow the Lord, you're going to regret it. And um, I appreciate being here. Um, I know I had a few more thoughts. Let me just think about it for a minute. I just, I enjoy, I enjoy, uh, the job the Lord gives me when I'm doing it the right way. Uh, when I'm not doing it the right way, I don't, en I don't enjoy it. I dread it. And, um, and it's not, I, don't, I don't like that because I want to be excited and I want to be able to help somebody because what I've got is the seatbelt spiritually. I've got a seatbelt buckled on that it don't matter how hard I crash, I'm going to stay in the seat. I'm going to go to heaven, and it, there's nothing this world can do about it. There's a lot of people that believe you can lose it, and I don't believe you can lose it because the Lord don't do anything halfway. There's not a sin that he covered all the sins when he died. There wasn't one that can take it away. He, he can cover all the sin. There's nothing you can do to take it away. There's nothing to keep you from getting in. He's died for all the sins. And he can, he, can, he can save your soul. There's no doubt. That's, just, that's how it is. That's the true bread of life. That's the truth. That's what he's telling you. But I appreciate being here. And um, that's, that's about all. I'm, I'm about out of it. But I, I appreciate being here. And I've enjoyed um, just growing. Um, you know, I'm just going to say it that way. You know, the Lord, uh, the Lord will help you grow. And um, you just got to be willing to follow him. But um, I appreciate being here and appreciate this service. I'll turn it back over to my pastor.
Appreciate Neil. Appreciate the message. Appreciate the spirit. That's good to be here. Appreciate what he had on his heart and how the Lord let him use it. Now, anybody else got something? You do just follow the Lord. It's a precious sound. Uh huh. Anybody else? Good to be here tonight. Let's just keep praying. I had a text about the time I got to church, but it uh, was a request for prayer, but the person that made the request said make it an unspoken request, so you can just take it that way. The Lord knows what it is, and I wanted to honor that request to make it, so... All right. Anything else? Been good to be here. I guess everybody's done. Time to go. Everybody's seated, stand. My brother Neil over here, pray dismissal. Thank you.